Welcome back to the Yes Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. I just want to start right off with happy birthday to us. This is our 52nd broadcast. We've been doing this for a year now. Who would have thought I'd have something to say, this much to say, every single week for 52 weeks? God knows I didn't think I did, but I guess I did, and I got a lot more to say coming up in the next few years. So I want to thank everyone who has tuned in to watch portions of this or all of it. I hope we've been able to give you some kind of insight, knowledge, uh, tips on how to um, live a little better life, have more energy, sleep better, get stronger, become more fit, all those kind of things so you can enjoy life longer and enjoy life better. So again, thank you for watching. So we only have one housekeeping item for today, and that would be our run from Burlington to Boston challenge. We're at about the halfway mark. Halfway mark was July 31st. The key was to be able to, the challenge was to be able to burn 12,000 to 1,500 calories between July 1st and August 31st. And right now we have about a dozen people who are on track to do that. That means they've worked out three to four times a week, uh, so they've been able to keep up the consistency. Even if they've been traveling and going on vacation, they've been able to make up their workouts when they're back. That's a great thing to see. That's the commitment to them. Uh, congratulations to those people, and just keep working hard. We've got about 12 people that should be able to make it, and uh, I think it's been a success. I think people have really realized and learned to understand you know, just how many calories they can burn in a strength training class, you probably didn't realize that because we only wear our heart rate monitors, or we typically wear our heart rate monitors during our get lean class, our metabolic class, but they've all learned that if they work hard in strength training, they can actually burn more calories in that strength class than they do in a get lean class. But always remember that the get lean class is more designed to burn calories 24 to 48 hours post-workout, not necessarily the amount of calories you're burning during that workout. So it would be interesting to see as people come back vacation now, if we can get even more than 12 people to get to that goal. So congratulations to everyone so far and keep working hard. So what I'd like to talk about today is NAD and why we get tired and have less energy as we get old. So I was out with a few friends a couple weeks ago, just enjoying a little social hour. And one of the comments I kept hearing was just how the Everybody just has less energy. They don't um, feel like they want to get up and move. And then when they are moving, they get tired quicker. And, and they just don't have the same oomph they did when they were younger. And, you know, we know that's going to happen. and can happen as we get older. But why is that happening? And what can we really do about uh, changing that so that we can have more energy as we get older? So the key to that is NAD or nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. It's a naturally occurring enzyme or coenzyme in our cells, in our mitochondria, that speeds up, speeds up chemical processes in our cells. It kind of helps the cells communicate with each other. There are trillions, trillions of cells in our bodies, and they need to communicate all the time. They're replicating themselves, splitting, having different processes to do, and they need to be able to communicate correctly. So, for example, if you were a football team and the quarterback was to call out a play, 
whatever the play, whatever everyone was supposed to do. And if some people did not get the play completely correct in their minds or did not hear it correctly or heard it differently than what was supposed to happen, obviously the play is not going to work. Same thing with our cells. Communication is critical for our cells to be able to do what they're supposed to do. And NAD is one of those enzymes, coenzymes, that does that. So one of the key processes that NAD is part of is it helps turn nutrients into energy, which really makes it a key player in our metabolism and how much energy we have and how, how much activity we do and how many calories we burn and things like that. So it's one of the key players in metabolism. So we know if we want our metabolism to be sped up, that we want to have more NAD. So this is kind of what happens with NAD. We're born filled up with NAD. Our cells are all full of NAD. We have all these kind of processes going on as we grow up through, you know, puberty and things like that in our maturing process. And there's different ideas of how much NAD is left. I've heard different things. I've heard at age 20, we have 50% left. I've read at uh, age, and then by age uh, 40, we have 50% of that. And then by age 60, we have 12% of that. I've also heard at age 50, we have 50% NAD. But whatever the number is, as we age, we have less NAD. With less NAD, we have less coenzyme for us our cells, our mitochondria utilize in their processes, less the, less the lack of energy. So as we get older and we, and we lose that NAD, just think about it, things aren't communicating as well. So all the cells are vying for whatever NAD we have left. So they can't function as well because they're not getting the amount of NAD that they need. So if we can increase NAD, in our cells, they'll all perform better. We'll perform better mentally, physically, we'll have more energy. So NED is one of the keys to this process. Now I've talked about NED before, and I've talked about it, um, how it affects longevity and the sirtuin pathways, and it kind of is just a gas on a sirtuin pathway, I think it's SIR2, that helps in the aging process. But we're not going to necessarily talk about how NAD slows or actually can reverse the aging process. We're just going to talk about energy, what we can do to improve the amount of NAD we have naturally so that we have more energy in our lives. So we're going to start off with, and there are some supplements you could take. You could take NR, which is... Um, it's another long word, nicotinamide ribosome, and that's a precursor to NAD. You can take NMN, which is another one that you could take. You can have uh, NAD intravenously injected into your body with, um, you know, a drip. It takes a little while to do that. But I'd really rather talk about things that we can do naturally rather than talk about just some supplements we can do and take. We want to try to always get our nutrients from the most natural state possible. So one of the first things we can do, believe it or not, is drink milk. Just regular plain old milk. Milk is the first place where they found NR in it. Um, so by drinking milk, that's one way we can do it. 
if you were to take NR, you'd want to take maybe 100 to 250 milligrams of NR, but we want to try to stay with the more natural ways. You don't need to go organic because actually organic milk has less in it than just straight old cow's milk. And the cashew milk, the almond milk, um, those type of nut milks, you're not going to get very much in it at all. So if you want to get any D through a milk process, the best thing to do is just straight, straight up 1%, 2% whole milk. So that's one thing we can do. The second thing we can do is <clears throat> try to B3 mild vitamins. Obviously, you could take a B3 mild vitamin or a niacin, a supplement, something like that, but you can get some B3 through foods, through turkey, chicken, salmon, broccoli, um, cauliflower, spinach, and liver. Ugh, liver. I hated when we had liver as a kid. But those are all just some natural ways to get some B3 or some niacin into your diet. And you can, you know, take a look uh, right up on the internet and get some other ideas and see what else is in your diet. But that is one one way you can get some B3. But you can also take a look at just get straight up getting uh, B complex, all the B vitamins. And again, you can take that as a supplement. And if you are great, but you also want to try to supplement your diet with some other foods. Again, spinach has um, a lot of bees in it, lima beans, turkey, sweet potatoes, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, broccoli, eggs, awesome things that we can just put into our diets. They're going to help increase NAD. It's going to help increase our energy levels, believe it or not. Um, vitamin D. You know, up here in the Northeast, always have a lot of vitamin D deficiencies. So vitamin D is one way to increase NAD, which, again, we get milk. Um, so any vitamin D sort of enhances NAD storage as much as it does create NAD, but it helps in enhance its storage. But some other ways to get any, uh, pardon me, vitamin D other than just from the sun, you get it from fatty fish. Eggs, and again, beef liver. Ugh, that liver keeps coming up. I will sacrifice having NAD rather than eating beef liver. My mother would service that, and it was disgusting. So some vitamin D. Another way to do it is by blueberries and grapes. They both have a lot of resveratrol, which is an antioxidant. But the true factor of resveratrol is not necessarily that we want it as an antioxidant. It is more towards um, something that helps move NAD along. It's kind of the gas pedal on the gas of NAD. So resveratrol is good to help with the storage of NAD. And um, so grapes, blueberries are always great for that stuff. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I forgot to mention that another way to get some NR is through some foods other than uh, butter than milk. So we've got poultry, nuts, mushrooms, eggs, and cereals are all great things that you can have to increase that NR in your system. And finally, I left the best for last, of course, and probably the most important thing you can do for all the other reasons why you'd want to exercise, but just for NR. You always hear people say, wow, I exercise and I have more energy. 
I just feel better and I have more energy. Well, there's reasons for that, and NAD is one of those reasons, other than just blood flow through your brain and through your muscles and through your body, but the production of NAD. So you want to do aerobic exercise, you know, 30 minutes a day. Get out there, take a walk, ride your bike, go for a hike, get to a class. Anaerobic activity. Anaerobic activity would be sprinting or it could be in like our Get Lean class. We do some metabolic work, but anaerobic activity will also help increase NAD. And then finally, strength training. Strength training should be an anaerobic activity. You should be lifting weights and getting tired. Your heart rate should go up and it should come back down. That becomes anaerobic. So strength training is very, very important. Um, and exercise has also been shown to increase the mitochondria in our cells. And the mitochondria in our cells are kind of the, the power part of the cell. It was what gives us power and energy. It was to create energy. So by increasing the mitochondria in our cells and by increasing the size, not just the amount of mitochondria, but the size of mitochondria in our body, we just ultimately you're going to increase our NAD because NAD is in the mitochondria in the cells. So exercise just has many ways that it affects our lives. And this is one of the most important ways by the increase of NAD. Also what exercise does, it creates an enzyme, N-A-N-A-M-P-T. Not going to pronounce that one too hard, but N-A-M-P-T is an enzyme that also helps create NAD. So Exercise, of all the things on that list, is probably the most important thing for the production of NED. And NED, they've done studies now, NED, particularly in mice, and we're taking a look at the humans where um, the NED not only slows the shortening of the telomeres, remember the telomere is the end cap on our DNA or our chromosomes. When a telomere gets too short, the cell in essence senesces or dies it can no longer replicate itself and dies off so it's super important to make sure that telomere lengths stay long and nad is part of that process so think about what you want to intrude in your life change in your life to be able to increase your nad and not only will it help you live longer but it's going to give you more energy you're going to want to get up off the couch and do more when you are doing something you can have more energy to do that and you will recover faster so that's what I got for you today. Again, I want to thank everyone that has been watching any part of our, or all of our longevity series here. We've been at it for 52 weeks now, a long time, longer than I thought we'd last. But uh, I hope we, again, have provided you with some information. And if there's anything you want to know, reach out, Facebook messages, give us a call, and I'd be more than happy to answer for you. So we'll see you next Tuesday at 3.30. We will give you more information. We'll give you more insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Thanks for watching.